Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to another Truck News Recap, where I recap the news and videos, give you a little behind the scenes, I raffle off some of my stuff, give you give it away, and uh, this week I got a rant as well, so it could be fun this week. Hope you're turning, tuning into this one. So let's go ahead and get to it on PickupTruckTalk.com, and oh, I have another story on there as well that doesn't publish until this video goes live, and so yeah, this is something I want to talk about too, because uh, this was a head-scratcher to me. So let's, anyways, enough teasing, let's get to it. So on the homepage. I just published this earlier this morning. The GM Flint UAW narrowly votes against new contract. Uh, there's a lot of other voting going on. Toyota and Honda are raising their wages. Lots of details in that story, things you need to know. I'm also starting something new here on the left-hand side. It's what's new for 2024 full-size trucks. We do a mid-size too. I realized that we do a lot of stories about these throughout the year, but I wasn't sure that you guys really knew everything changing like in my head. But let's just do a quick recap story of the changes going on so that way, if you're shopping for a 2024 full-size truck, you can go ahead and see what is new in all the brands. I go through all of them. We also have the full-size truck backseat safety story that's falling short. That was pretty big news. Every full-size truck, the backseat failed in a new IIHS test. The Toyota RAV4 recalls 1.8 million SUVs at risk. We also have the Talking Trucks. We did a live stream Monday night, talked more about the Ram 1500, which is big news this week, the Volvo EX30 and her drive on that. So... The other news items that are really big news items that I should go through, because it's been a busy week, folks. We have the Toyota Crown SUV is confirmed. Toyota will take that crown and make it taller. <laughs> it's really a weird crossover right now. Uh, the Hemi is dead. The 2025 Ram 1500, I can zoom in a little bit, um, gets new Hurricane power, a new tungsten trim. But yes, the Hemi is dead. The Hurricane will have two different outputs in the engine as far as total engine outputs. The Ram Charger was unveiled, five things no. This is their new, don't call it a plug-in hybrid, but it's like basically a plug-in hybrid. Um, Ram has got some really interesting language around this, but basically you can plug it if you want to. If not, it will generate, the, the engine will generate power to the battery, recharge the battery. The battery sends power to the wheels. There is no direct drivetrain from the engine to the wheels. It's all done through the battery. New technology, still kind of working up details, still weird they, on how they rolled it out. We also had the Honda Ridgeline reveal this week. Five things to know about that. Basically, it's a little more aggressive, minor refresh. And then somebody pointed out in the comments, which I thought was interesting, they have a new center console that made it wider and so you can rest your arms out better. But they took away, it looks like took away the armrests. And he was saying, well, I'd rather have armrests and have a smaller console. That way I can adjust individually than having one big console that that's armrest for everybody. That was a pretty interesting viewpoint on that. I, I don't know. It's interesting. All right, the story that uh, that you guys are going to learn more about later on today and watching this video, and this is a, hmm, this is interesting. So I was at the SEMA show last week, last week, yeah, last week, and I was talking to Jacob Brown, who's the communications uh, manager, director, let's get his official title. Um, he is the communications manager for Toyota Connected Services. So this is where they, uh, this is the the company that, that within Toyota oversees Connected Services. So your phone connection to your vehicle, remote start, all kind of stuff. So if you remember, the Toyota Tundra had a weird thing that people told me when it first came out was going to get fixed. And the weird thing is how remote start start works. So remote start, you can use it from your phone and also from a key fob. They have a secret lock, lock, and hold lock feature on the key fob. And basically, it starts the truck up, okay, like normal. But when you walk over the truck, if you put your hand on the door handle, you unlock it, whatever, the engine shuts off. People told me in the comments, Tim, it's a safety issue, safety issue. 
uh, it never sat well with me because the shifter's still locked, and you can't unless you have the key fob. You can't turn the truck on and go, which most times in remote start systems, you have to get in the vehicle, press the button, and then the vehicle actually turns on itself. So you really can't just hop in and take it. That's not how modern vehicles work. And it turns out the answer is a little more, well, hmm, frustrating. So what I learned was that the new Camry and, uh, no, excuse me, new, yeah, new Camry and Corolla and a variety of other vehicles will have remote start like every other vehicle on the planet, or if you remote start it, you hop in, the engine stays running, and then you push the button to start it, and then you put it in drive and you go, right? So every vehicle does that, and it's the it's an update came with the latest electronics platform starting for the 2023 model year, the TNGA slash K platform, and the TNGC platform vehicles, for instance, will do it. For instance, his C platform 2023 Prius has the latest version of remote start where the vehicle stays on, okay? The TNG, TNGA-C platform includes Corolla, Corolla Cross, GR Corolla, CHR, and Lexus UX. The TNGA-K platform includes the Avalon, Camry, Cross, Ground Crossover, Highlander, Grand Highlander, RAV4, Sienna, Lexus NX, and Lexus RX. Okay. So then I went back to him. I said, well, what's, what's going to happen with the trucks? So this is the weird thing. The Tundra and Tacoma remote start weirdness. <laughs> this is just weird they're built on the same tngaf truck platform so why don't they operate the same and so and again like i said sources in toyota told me third generation toyota tundra was supposed to stay on upon entry yet it doesn't this is what he had to say the 2024 toyota tundra is on an electronics platform that launched with the f platform so it continue to have remote start function as you experienced so remote start walk over pop door turns off that said, the 2024 Toyota Tacoma has incorporated some changes with a later version of electronics platform, so it's integrating remote start that stays on with the vehicle door, with the vehicle door open. So the Tundra will turn off when you open the door, but the Tacoma won't turn off, and the Corolla, the Camry, the, the Grand Highlander, the Highlander, don't turn off either. What? Why would you have different systems for different vehicles and i understand electronics platform and updates like but come on man why don't they all like operate the same that they should and so there is questions like what, what land cruiser will that operate differently forerunner if new forerunner ever gets redesigned is that gonna operate differently and then the kicker to the whole deal is that as i reported you not only have to have remote start and have it all operated on your app but you get to pay for it too yeah, we have a poster that talks about what it costs you to have remote start per month. Because you cannot actually, through Toyota, Toyota, you cannot actually buy it separately. Just such a weird story. So I just, I'm going to put it out there because it was an interesting conversation to have with them. We were actually riding shuttle back to the airport and I follow up some emails. And yeah, I had the, that's the information. It's just electronics platform. Safety has nothing to do with it. It's just that. All right, so let's go uh, to the Pickup Truck Talk homepage on YouTube. And so we have some stuff going on here. So we uh, we have, I'm selling my favorite truck. And it was funny. So I, I said, I'm going to say this. I put this video out two weeks ago. I'm selling my favorite truck, Silver Sale, 2023 Chevy Silverado. I've had a few offers. I haven't quite taken one yet. But I had somebody say to me that they said in the comments, they said, so is this your favorite truck? Guys, it says in the title, sell my favorite truck. Uh, 
Weird. All right, so let's go to um, videos and see what's in chronological order. So I have the UAW Flint voting no story. Video went up immediately. I did a Ford Escape ST line. I need to change the thumbnail because that ST line was four. That's forty three thousand dollars for a Ford Escape, and I don't think you guys are getting it because it's like wow. So I need to change the price because forty three thousand for a Ford Escape. It's a lot. Uh, Jill has her story for the Volvo EX. 30. She went to Spain for that, so that's an interesting vehicle. A very small SUV that's a big deal, a big BFD deal. Uh, we have the Ram Charger. We have the, uh, the the Ram news. We have the Trail Sport news with the Honda Ridgeline. The truck news recap from last week. So we have didn't do a lot this week with those stories. We did do some um, a big shorts taken off, by the way. We did a short on the Toyota Tacoma having tow hooks and the Tundra not having them. And so that really took off. You haven't seen that video yet. I explained why that happened. And again, another thing I learned from SEMA, <laughs> it's just crazy. I mean, SEMA, I reported on stuff was there, but actually the stuff I learned from just the engineering talking to them was even more fascinating than the stuff at SEMA. Just how it works. Okay, so then the last thing I got to show with you guys, because this kind of just pisses me off. So this gentleman, Tim Levine, Levine, Levin, Tim Levin, that's how I say it, Tim Levin. Uh, I don't want to butcher his name. He got a Ford Lightning to review. And this is something happens, right? So I get review vehicles. He gets review vehicles. We all get married to check him out. And this frustrates me because he's clearly against truck culture. He truly, truly hates full-size trucks. And then he gets an experience with it. Instead of talking about using it and how cool it is or how much he enjoyed it or whatever's going on in the price point, he basically goes and talks about how foolish it is for you to have it. So he says, I live with a $98,000 Ford F-50 Lightning for a week. Yeah, they're expensive. The experience showed me why people love trucks. Okay. But it also gave me a front row seat to America's silly obsession with huge vehicles. Okay. Well, that's doesn't. why does that have to do with the truck? Review the truck for being a truck. But no, he goes further. And so he talks more about this. He, having spent most of my life in New York City as a member of the dainty, transit-loving coastal elite. Why would you put that in there? I don't need to know about your background. Review the truck for the truck. This is my first time cosplaying, really. Cosplaying as a truck owner for period, and I've got to admit, I kind of loved it. So you, you kind of loved it, but you talk about how, ama- how America's silly obsession with huge vehicles is. Okay. And at the same time, the experience showed me firsthand how silly America's obsession with huge trucks really is. I've always thought it's ridiculous how enormous pickups have gotten and wasteful that so many people use tank-sized vehicles to go about their daily business. Wow. Okay, so what about the truck? However much I enjoyed the Lightning, I think it's overkill for me and most others because I'm going to tell you the right thing because that's what you need to know, that it's overkill for you. It's spacious, comfy, and quick. Okay, that's a full-size truck. And so then he goes on to say, since they loaned me the truck, I was treated large under all the details on the truck a little bit. And then as he expected great carrying stuff too, he covered up a couple of, of dusty mountain bikes with no problem. What? But it's really, really big. So he also found himself unnerved by its freakish size. It's a it's a full-size truck. The lightning's over 19 feet long and eight feet wide, including the side mirrors. And then he parks it next to a very, very small car, like the Honda Fit, which what? Why would you even think about that next to the Honda Fit? Like I don't. I wouldn't compare a, a truck to a Honda Fit as far as size. They're completely different customers, completely different business cases. And then, so he talks about how he had trouble driving it, major impediment. And then he's like, "I'm fairly tall and spry, but getting the af- aforementioned bikes up in the bed still necessitated using extended 
tailgate stuff and handrail. Well, boo hoo, <laughs> boo hoo! You couldn't get the you couldn't get the bikes in there without using the handrail. Well, the handrail is there for a purpose. Help you do that. So yeah. So when start when trucks start offering escalators, that's when you know size has really gotten out of hand. Really, come on, man. And then this is stuff that just this grinds my gears. People don't use trucks in the way you'd expect, and yet pickup trucks are bigger and more popular than ever. But especially oddest people don't use them universally depend on them for truck stuff. Lots of owners just use them to tootle around town. So what? According to Mark Research, Street Vision says 43% of full-size truck buyers use their truck daily to go to and from work. Okay. And 88% use them as primary vehicle, roughly matching the car market. Okay. People like driving trucks back and forth to work. Okay. What's the big deal with that? And then he goes on to say 69% of them rarely or never tow for recreation. 69%, which is one of the biggest selling reasons, points of buying a truck in the first place, which is, I'm going to repeat this which is one of the big selling points of buying a truck in the first place. No, it's not. No, it's not. People don't just buy trucks to tow. They buy trucks because of space. They haul family around. They have occasional if they need to haul something. This is such a garbage statement. I really hate this. And 37% rarely or never use their truck personal hauling. So what? People, I don't berate people that take sports cars and never drive them on a track. What's the deal? So Ford spokesman Dan Barbosa, which I don't know why this is in current parentheses. I know Dan. Dan's a great guy. He says 70% of F-50 customers use trucks to tow, or at least 80% use them to haul. A lot of people use them to haul. A lot of people just like bigger trucks. I know a lot of friends who I have like 6'6", six, 6'8". Six, six, they like a bigger truck because they fit in it better. They can get it a lot easier. For many buyers, the image their truck gives us typically one of ruggedness, aggressiveness, and power. It's just important as vehicle's actual capacity, if not more so. Come on. What kind of garbage is this? There's serious reasons unchecked rides. There are serious reasons the unchecked rides of big pickups and SUVs afford is alone that should be reined in. We should rein in this unchecked rise because it's killing more pedestrians. No, it's not. If you read these studies that he's linking towards, what they're discussing is more pedestrian deaths have come up. Yes, they blame on some SUVs, sure. But also realize a couple things have happened. Trucks and SUVs have never been more popular. A, uh, cities have getting more populated. B, people are on cell phones more often, walking around like this, not paying attention. C, and there's more studies need to be done because there's more distracted pedestrians than ever have in the past. And then he says big blind spots make incidents more likely. What? Have you never? Yeah, Barbosa counters back because he should. Have you never been in a full size truck? I don't understand why this guy didn't get it. There's sensors all over the place. There's cameras. There is automatic emergency braking and pedestrian detection. Automakers have said yes. If more people are getting hit by our vehicles, we put these features in to stop people from getting hit by vehicles. We're stopping the distracted pedestrian on his phone, looking around, not paying attention. That's what the deal is. Front and rear park assists, which prevent low-speed collisions. The good thing is that while automakers aren't necessarily shrinking their bulkiest offerings or introducing smaller pickups, they're still useful without being so enormous. So keep your up on 50. I'll take a Ford Maverick instead. What a garbage post. And that just irritates, just grinds my gears when people just they attack the vehicle and they're, they're so biased without even truly understanding the vehicle. That's my point. Don't do a review. If you're an anti-truck person, I don't go into a Lamborghini and do a review because I wouldn't do a good review because I don't understand them. So again, do what you understand. That just pisses me off. So there you go. There's my grind, my gears this week. Uh, we have, uh, and put your comments down below. Am I right or wrong? I don't know. I could be, uh, either way we have, uh, this week's I'm, I'm looking at my wall here. This week's winner for the raffle last week, we had 28 entries. 
The winner this week is Scotty Clark. You'll be an email heading your way. Um, looking here, you may notice there's a hat missing. That went in the mail yesterday for the giveaway winner last week. The giveaway keyword this week is Ford. F-O-R-D, pretty easy to spell, capital F as well. So that's what I got for you this week in the Truck News Recaps. I'm so fired up by that review. God, that just irritates the crap out of me. And then they come to me and they want to argue about it. I'm like, you are a New York coastal elite. You don't get pickups. I understand that. I don't expect you to. Stop reviewing them so negatively through your narrow-ass viewpoint. Okay, I'm done. All right, for more, check videos over here. Website down below as well. This week's raffle, remember, you got to go website. You got to click the two buttons, put the links in. I got more hats. I got more stuff to give away. Please <laughs> enter so I can give this stuff away. As always, thanks for watching. I will see you down the road.